0: This is Virginia Parsons, your Hangout Mentor and the host of the Inspirational Businesswoman Show, where you know it is my passion and my purpose to provide you, the entrepreneur, with a goldmine of inspirational tips, strategies, and advice to help you grow your business from inspirational businesswoman in the know. Happy New Year, everyone. This is it the start of 2016 a whole new year and you can think of this as an opportunity to create a whole new you with a whole new level of confidence that my guest Michelle Moreno is going to tell you all about and her experience and how she learned to crack the confidence code. So I'm really looking forward to sharing her knowledge and expertise with you in just a few (laughs) minutes first I want to say welcome thank you for joining us I know your time is valuable so I really appreciate it when you take the time to be here and you know for me it's to provide you with valuable information and actionable tips that you can really pick up and help transform your own business so that's where we're going in 2016 we're gonna start by cracking the confidence code for super sales success before we get started why don't you let me know where you're hanging out from You know, I know people come to this show from all over the world. I love that it is a multinational show. So let us know where you're hanging out from and a little bit about yourself and what your goals are for 2016. Remember, I want this to be a collaborative effort where all of you business women and men, we love our men too, get together and support and uplift one another. Now you know that today's show is sponsored by hangout-marketing.com. Where you can receive a free hangout marketing assessment now that assessments going to measure your skill set and your knowledge base in using not only hangouts on air but other forms of live stream broadcasting I hope you have decided to pick up and use live stream broadcasting in your own business this year it is absolutely the hottest trend and you need to be on the wave so that you can promote your business effectively so if you want to take advantage of that assessment all you have to do is text the word success SUCCESS to 307-269-2040 and that assessment will only take you a couple of minutes to do and you might even qualify for a free shine strategy session with me where we're gonna sit down and talk about your business and how you can use live stream broadcasting to grow your business and your visibility and your authority in your niche so take advantage of that and I'm looking forward to talking to you real soon Now, let's get on to today's show, and let me introduce to you Michelle Moreno. Now, she is an expert in cracking the confidence code because she's been through so many challenges herself as um, a professional actress, and uh, she does singing, and she's a media coach, and of course, she's now a business coach. She's taken all that she's learned in many years of being in front of the camera and of looking for Opportunities to be, um, you know, on film, uh, on uh, TV ads, uh, singing, all that sort of thing, that can be pretty intimidating. You can imagine. So she's had so many no's in her life, and she's learned how to take those and turn them into fun. Yeah, can you imagine no's being fun? Well, she calls <laughs> it having fun with failures, and so we're going to talk about that today and how you can turn the confidence that you gain from learning how to handle nose effectively into super sales success so we're gonna talk about how to apply the confidence mindset to your sales is not that important if you're in business hate to tell you you have to make sales that's part of being in business and you also need to know how to deal with rejection when you're selling because not everyone's going to want what you have to offer it doesn't mean it isn't valuable so you need to deal with that and then finally as I just said embracing the fun side of quote-unquote failure so Michelle come on in and say hi to our audience I know they cannot wait to hear all about your background and all you have to share with the audience come on in and say hi hi and happy new year everybody Well, it is a happy new year. There's something about the energy around 2016 that I think is really dynamic. I can feel it. I can feel people moving and shifting in ways that maybe they haven't yet done in the previous years. So, I think so many of my viewers are poised to make great change and shift in their business, Michelle. But let's start with letting them know about you because you have an amazing background. You have what you would say what been around
1: the blocks a few times in your. Woo. <laughs> I have been around the block and I have had lots of lowlights and a few incredible highlights. Um, I've sung backup for Ray Charles. I've uh, appeared on three different television shows, very small parts, but hey, just even getting that far. Is extraordinary. I sang around uh, across Latin America and throughout Spain as a backup singer for a Spanish artist. I've had to rush the stars' dressing room to get paid. I've had to do so many crazy things <laughs> and endured so much rejection. Um, but in the end, I'm not. I'm not going to say that it wasn't an emotional roller coaster ride, but I will say how I'm able to deal with it, but for amazing, amazing results, and as a result of just being able to have that grit and a strategy, that is why I have so much confidence. I am willing to fall flat on my face almost any time to learn something new.
0: Well, I just love that you have taken the attitude of, you know, that so-called, and I don't call it failure, although we've used that term, but getting so many no's has actually built your confidence in ways you never would have thought initially possible. And I would love it if you would share the story with our viewers about <laughs> your experience in Hollywood Squares and how that sort of was <laughs> the, the, the initiation. Ooh. I'm uh, Moving I, into, I have got to crack this confidence code. So ooh. go ahead and share with
1: them. Well, you know, I thought it wasn't going to be that bad. I'd already been on TV as a backup singer, but I wasn't in the spotlight. I was just a backup singer. So I got on the show, and I thought, oh, I got this. I get there. I'm on Hollywood Squares. We go live on national television, and I look out, and I see Big Bird and all these other celebrities. Whoopi Goldberg was there and seeing Big Bird freaked me out. It was like my childhood hero, and I I froze. I panicked. I froze. Tom Bergeron was the host, and he would say the question, and I would look at him, and I'd say, can you repeat that? Because I literally, I was so panicked that I lost all senses. And I couldn't even hear the questions and I just said the same answer every time. I agree, I agree because you, you either agree or disagree on that show. <laughs> I lost so badly uh, that they had to give me like a consolation prize. They're like, oh, well, you did not want any money, but uh, we'll give you some CDs. I mean, it was just, it was sad. Afterward, I went backstage and the people waiting to get on wouldn't even stand next to me because they were afraid they were going to catch my loser disease.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, it's easy to laugh now, isn't it? In retrospect. <laughs> yeah. I can only say that had to be really painful that just had to sit you had to say to yourself how could I have frozen that badly well I guess that's an example of stage fright and at the same time you were sort of overwhelmed by being around all of these celebrities so you had the two sort of combined it was and, a
1: combination and I was yeah. unprepared because I went in you know in with failure and with the growth mindset you have to understand that at some point if you're doing something new you are gonna blow it with somebody that's part of the process so if you have a business you have to create something from scratch you have to be prepared for that failure and you have to know what to do when it happens and I was ill prepared so I vowed to myself that I would get acting training I would learn how to get present I would learn all the things necessary to get over it so otherwise my career would be over before it even started
0: you got it. so you made a decision as a result of that so-called failure and that's really what propelled you into um, in some ways because I know you had many many years of experience um, on you know in in television as a result and um, advertising and as you say the different shows but you made a decision to shift over into business coaching and I'd like you to share with the audience how that transformation came about because I know you're not done being you know in in singing and acting but you made a decision to really focus your business now for helping other business people so tell people about that
1: well you know I'm a big advocate of growing and I just I was at the point where I had had a kid's music business and I still still perform as a kid's music artist and I have uh, done a couple records and I got a record deal and uh, things were going great but I I always had a business background I right out of college I used to write for Tom Peters who is a very very famous thought leader in the 90's he really brought about the modern era of management I also contributed to two books by Guy Kawasaki, and he is a very uh, successful Silicon Valley entrepreneur and author. And so I felt like I didn't I really wanted to bring my confidence to business owners who need it, that you need that growth mindset. You need to know how to fail. You need how to to know how to take rejection and not take it personally. You have to separate yourself from your service or your business you have to learn that knows are going to teach you what you need to to know to grow and so I knew that the combination of my business background plus the fact that I have had all this experience in entertainment and my confidence is off the charts at this point because I'm older now you reach a certain age where you just don't care what other people think anymore you know you get past the people pleasing stage and you just you can let it all hang out, and if I can help other people grow because of it, that's I mean that's just the best.
0: Yeah, well, I think you say a lot there when you say you get past the the stage of needing to be a people pleaser, and um, I know I've had that experience myself, and and it went into wanting to always you know um, not be perfect but be excellent. I think excellence is something that I've always striven for, and, and yet you have to realize that you can't always be perfect. You know, do the best that you can and carry that confidence mindset with you and let the rest of it just sort of roll off your back like a duck, off, you know, water off a duck's back. Because right. it's not going to support
1: you in your goals. No. And not only that, if you want to know what the fastest route to growing is, go straight to the danger zone, go try and experiment in the marketplace, and if you fail so be it, but be bold enough that you're risking failure, that you're making failure an option. So for example I I had a presentation a couple weeks ago and pretty much I wasn't prepared but I didn't cancel. I said you know what I'm just gonna show them the first part and just hope that they can get a sense of what I'm doing from that. And I did blow it with one of them. <laughs> she was out. But the other one, I think, admired the fact that, well, hey, I can see what she's. I, she did the first part, and that's, that's the quality that it will be in the rest. Well, it's not here yet, but she could see the potential. So uh, instead of canceling, I just went into the danger zone, and I said, I'm going to learn from this experience. And I did learn. And the sting of the failing with the one person, it hurts. So when you fail, feel the pain feel the sting don't deny it because the most important thing you can do is let it motivate you to do better next time let that pain hurt but then put a timer on it I went into a panic I had a tizzy I had to call like three coaches friends of mine coaches are awesome by the way <laughs> I'm so happy I know so many coaches um, I had to have a panic attack but then afterward I said this is it, I've done my half a day, that's all I'm going to spend on this failure and you move on and you analyze what happened, you look at it objectively, you say this is the result of this action, this is where I need to grow, this is the failure lesson. And you refine what you do the next time. So the next time, I will not take on that big for presentation unless I know I can get it done. So you always are growing and learning and this is the key to learning how to make a no feel as good as a yes.
0: Well, what you've said is super important because the the point being is if you don't step out of your comfort zone enough to potentially experience failure, you're not putting yourself out there where you can really grow. And in doing that, when you look back on it, you can say, wow, I did that. Maybe it wasn't perfect, but I got it done. I got through it. I learned from it. I took what I learned and applied it to future reference. And now your confidence is growing. So you have to put yourself in a position of failing, or at very least, getting way out of your comfort zone. Now I will say the first time I ever did a hangout, I was way out of my comfort zone. <laughs> when I bring people like yourself who is not not very experienced in it. It puts you out of your comfort zone. But when you're finished, you say, Wow, look what we did. Look what we mm-hmm. accomplished. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, very good point. I want to take a moment and acknowledge Sunita. Hey Sunita, how are you? And I love her her comments here. She says, experience is delicious, but you really
1: <laughs> must avoid <laughs> the panic attacks. Yes. Okay, maybe I was exaggerating. I'm an actress. We tend to be dramatic. <laughs> it didn't go into a full blown panic attack. And I do have a bottle in my medicine cabinet if that ever happens. But I will say this. You don't want to put yourself into a position where you know you're going to fail. You don't want to set yourself up for a failure. But if you are given the decision or faced with a decision, this is not perfect but I still need to make this happen and go forth and grow to do the take the action first but you're absolutely right you don't want to be just flying by the seat of your pants anxiety ridden because that's no way to live you you definitely want to have a system have a process be realistic about your deadlines you don't want to overpromise uh you definitely want to Um, under-promise and over-deliver without question. However, if if you're a perfectionist, always try to err on the side of going for it and going to the places where you're uncomfortable. You don't want to go so far outside of your comfort zone that you're just a bumbling mess. Um, So always do practice runs, trial runs. If it's something that you're really nervous about, get a coach, get the support you need before you go there but uh, but you want to be at the edge of your comfort zone.
0: That's a perfect way of putting it. Be at the edge of your comfort zone and I think it's also calculated risk not foolish risk but calculated risk if you do not stretch enough to take some risk you're not going to grow it's that basic. Now how do we apply this into the sales mindset?
1: Well, the the people-pleasing aspect of the sales mindset is, you have to know from the beginning, you are not going to be for everybody. And you don't want to be for everybody. And some people are going to say no. You basically have to understand no is part of the sales process. You want to search for people who get you right away. You don't want to waste your time on people who immediately are not interested or you get the full sense they'll never be interested. And then um, you just want to uh, basically, oh, I lost my train of thought, but you want to listen to the person. You want to serve them first. And if it's a no, then you can always make a follow-up appointment and if it's flat out no way, like you've gone through an entire sales process with them, given them a proposal and you just don't end up getting the deal, then you put a slight smile on your face. You don't show any signs of pain or anxiety or upsetness that you lost the deal. And you just say, oh, is there, can you can you go into why we didn't get the deal? Ask them why. Just ask for feedback. Put a little slight smile on your face so that you just don't go like, Oh, God, why did we get it? You know, you don't want to do that. Just, you know, is there any, can you tell me why? Get the feedback, listen, see if you can follow up later. But that's how you, you deal with it in the sales uh, realm. You move on and you go for 100 no's because you're going to get a yes if you go for 100 no's. You don't worry about the outcome. You don't go in thinking, I've got to get this yes because if you go in thinking that, you're going to come off desperate and needy. That's not I like classy.
0: That. I mean, I like the fact that you're reversing the concept. You are you are actually out there going for the no's because once you, and you said a hundred
1: no's a hundred no's will for sure get you a yes. I'll get you so, a yes. <laughs> it's, I mean for even me, actually 200 in TV commercials, but TV commercials are so difficult. I mean, that's just the industry standard. In most industries, you go for a hundred no's, you're gonna get a yes. And you know, the other thing I think is important in this
0: topic I mean these topics are all unrelated so we're just letting the the um, whole process flow and I do want to hear from you Sunita thank you for all your comments but the rest of you on let us know what you're thinking about this and have you experienced um, the the mental block of getting too many no's and then withdrawing because it might be that you need to change your mindset and push through to get at least a hundred no's and then you reevaluate I mean evaluate and reevaluate along the way of course but the point being is that with those no's your confidence will grow because you'll get more and more um, comfortable talking to people sharing the transformation that you provide and you're bound to be in a position with some of them that are going to really want the transformation you provide and you'll get better and better at it but if you stop after you've gotten say a dozen no's and say oh I guess this is not for me you're really um, you're not taking the effort that's necessary to really blast past that uh, resistance and get out there where you, you say, I know that I have value and I can share this value and make a difference in someone's life. It's just a matter of connecting with the right people. Do and
1: you- if, yeah, and I will say this. You do have to double check that you have a hot product and that the service you offer is solving people's top of mind problem, an urgent problem they have right now. So if you do get 100 no's and you're starting to think hmm, maybe something is amiss, take your ideal clients, uh, people who are in your target market, out to lunch. Ask them you know, about their ideal version of your service. Ask them, is this the right price point? Would you say this is a top of mind problem on a scale from 1 to 10? How urgent is this problem that I would be solving for you? And really find out. Uh, if it's a top-of-mind problem so for example I'm a business coach and I really wanted to be a confidence coach but the feedback I kept getting was well confidence is not my number one problem right now my number one problem is say is getting clients so I thought well that's part of the same thing so I needed to sell getting clients and bringing in revenues with confidence not just confidence in and of itself because it wasn't an urgent enough problem. So you definitely want to double check that you're solving something top of mind urgent and that you're in the right you know, price range and all these other things. So the best way to double check. You know, but that said, given that you have a valuable service, if you've had at least three paying clients and your mom doesn't count, keep going. Keep going. You can do it. I love that. Um,
0: Let's move into the fun side of so-called failure. We haven't really talked about that in depth but you embrace the fun side of failure. You say it's necessary to have fun with this rather than to be defeated by it and I think you're going to need that if you're going to go for that 100 no's. You're going to absolutely have to embrace having fun with and you, you equate no's with failure and of course they really aren't but that's the terminology we're using here. So how do you do that? How do you turn nose into fun.
1: Well the first thing you have to do and I, I learned this from an incredible acting coach named Richard Lawson who's married to Beyonce's mom. He showed us that you have to separate yourself from your product. And you just your goal is to go in and make your offer. In my case it was an audition, if it's business, you just your goal is to make a clear offer with confidence, no apologies, something that's clear and simple and just learn from it and you celebrate. You celebrate the fails. You celebrate the wins. And you can do it by, you can even put like a fun-o-meter on your wall and with with your dreams and your big why or, you know, your big reason for being on this earth that you can just tap into when the going gets rough and build a fun-o-meter, put it on your wall with your hopes and dreams and your big why and track those fails track those wins you can get an accountability partner who you can laugh with about your failures that is so important to have that support you can also feel the sting of the pain because sometimes it does hurt i will say sometimes rejection is just like oh really really feel that you have the pity party but put a timer on the pity party 3 5 minutes max if it's a big fail like mine was a couple weeks ago i did like half a day but Get coaching, get, on the, get your support, get them to punch you, get, pump you back up and laugh. You know, two weeks ago that sting was so bad, it was so horrible, but I turned it around. I said, what can I do to make this change? And I redid the presentation and I worked furiously and I made it great. And now I feel so wonderful about it because it taught me something. So right in the moment sometimes it's not like super fun fun, but if you apply the steps If you analyze the results of your action out there in the world, if you go bold and take big action, analyze what happened, learn, apply the lesson. This is key. You must apply the lesson so that you grow. You will grow your brain. You will grow your confidence. And you can laugh at it. You can laugh about it. Literally two weeks, you'll be laughing
0: okay so I think accountability partners or mastermind partners are really valuable for this because first of all you need to stretch with them you need to step out of your comfort zone and state what your goals are and then on a regular basis I would say weekly but at minimum monthly you're gonna get together with them and you're gonna share these so-called failures and have a chance to laugh about them go over you know where you maybe could have improved and end up feeling so much better as a result of that otherwise you're you might be holding on to it inside yourself too much so I really think that's a great tip for everyone I hope you take advantage of that one that's a
1: huge one the other thing is to embrace positive beliefs if you have a tendency to predict the worst or if you emotionally get a little bit like colored by bad experiences then it is a very hard thing for you to just put your put your neck out there all the time. So what you have to do in order to go outside of your comfort zone, because it's it's the discomforts in your body, it's anxiety provoking, because you have that tendency to go to the dark side, what you have to do is you have to train your brain to think of the positive outcome. So you literally, as athletes do, when Tiger Woods goes to make a shot, he has already visualized that ball going in a hundred times in his mind, because the brain, cannot see the difference between the imagined and the real so by doing that he has primed his body to do exactly what it takes to get that ball to go into the hole we do the same thing in acting and you can do the same thing in business you can visualize the positive outcome and train your brain to Well, you know what? it might turn out okay especially if you're the kind of person that thinks this is going to be awful
0: Well, you That's need to turn what I call that stinking thinking around. What do you <laughs> I call it? You need a checkup from the neck up. You need to get rid of your stinking thinking. And I think that one of the best ways to do that is to have some fun with it. And as you say, visualize. I'm a big one on visualization. But I'm going to ask another question I think that you as an actress might have some feedback on because I have heard that actually posturing yourself before you make a call or before you go on a show like this. Or whatever before you make a presentation or do a speech that there are physical postures you can take on that
1: immediately build and uplift your confidence do you know about that absolutely okay so did you see earlier I was just like my arm is just the more um space you can take up the better because you do never want to have shrinking shoulders uh, or your head down whenever you're making any business offer what even if you're on the telephone you have to roll your shoulders back. You have to uh, take on uh, a wide stance because that means that you're confident and that you take, are taking the space that you need. It will also help you take the time that you need. You want to breathe ten times very deeply before any important sales conversation, and that will ground you in the present. You also want to get out of your head so you start focusing on external things for example if I'm nervous talking to Virginia on the show then I look at her face and I say and I state my intention for the conversation in this case if I'm scared to go on her show then I say my intention is to have a simple natural conversation with Virginia today and I focus on her I I, I start to look at her Gee, she's got blonde hair and glasses look at that pretty lipstick and I start to think about oh. Look at that. She's got her logo. Wow. She's got her technology together. And I focus on the external, not in my head, the external. So it's really important that you prepare with your body language and your stating of intention before any important uh, business conversation. And, and um, I have a video called Three Secrets to Selling Without Being Pushy where I, I review those steps. just had to unmute
0: Well, we need to talk about that before we head on over to Blab in a couple minutes because you all have an opportunity to ask Michelle your questions bring some of your um, challenges with confidence and sales success to her because I know she'll have some great ideas for you but she does have a wonderful gift for you and um, it's a free video and Michelle while you talk about that in a little more detail let me go ahead and post that in the comment section so people know where they can go get it okay go okay, ahead
1: great uh, the video is called three secrets to selling without being pushy uh, and in it I do review how you prepare yourself uh, mentally for a big sales conversation um, I also talk about a couple of other things um, that will really really um, help you be present and draw people in and it's basically a precursor an idea of what my training is like because I'm going to be doing an upcoming training called Five Steps to Yes, Sell with Class, Connection, and Integrity. And it's a great uh, five-week webinar that's going to get into all the five steps to yes, everything from overcoming your fears to how to close a sale, what to do uh, when someone says no, and common responses, uh, and how to really draw people in. So that's, uh, that's all going to be uh, available to you, the free video, uh, and invite to that training if you uh, sign up on the link that she puts in the comments.
0: So if they could take one big idea from you today, that they could go and apply <clears throat> in their life right now to get 2016 off to a powerful start, what would that be?
1: Take action in the real world with real customers nothing is going to get you the answers you need about your product about your sales approach nothing will be as quick as going out into the real world and talking to prospects people who are already your clients real-world action in the marketplace experimenting in the marketplace analyzing the results of your action applying that real-world feedback to your product or service and then doing it all over and over and over again nothing will get you faster uh... to growth results and success than that i agree i totally agree
0: you've just got to take action move forward one step at a time i have one quick one but then we're going to move over to blab after show i have posted both the link for Michelle's video and her training series and then I've also posted the link to blab so come on over and join us there so you can ask directly questions to Michelle but very quick quickly uh, Jeffrey Dodd is asking are you related to the founder of psychodrama no
1: who's that That (laughs) (laughs) I like him or her already (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, let's come over.
0: Come on over to Blab. Thank you okay. so much, Michelle, for being with us here on the Hangout on Air. You have just done a terrific job of letting people know that it's okay to fail. It can be fun to fail. It can build your confidence to fail. Get those no's. Go out and get at least 100 no's before you ever think that you should not be doing what you're doing because you have a gift and a passion to share with the world and we want you to get it out there so I want to hear about you again come on over to blab the link is posted in the comment section and it's also in the description and we will see you next week on the inspirational business show have a great week everyone and welcome to 2016 thanks so much Michelle bye bye now